Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Yes, dear, the phone is for you. It's Myra. Oh, I didn't even hear it ring with a vacuum <laughs> running on you. Hello? Oh, hi. Did I see what? What do you mean? In the afternoon paper? No, what does it say? Oh, does it give our names? Hmm? Oh, thank heavens. Why do they want to put stuff like that in the paper anyhow? I, I, hold on. And if you bring in the afternoon paper, will you? I brought it in, dear. I think I put it in the living room somewhere. Uh, well, look in it, that, that column around the town or something. What's in it? Oh, some dumb thing about what local couple were trapped in a store window yesterday for oh. half an hour and collected quite a crowd, you know. Oh, mm. Thank goodness it didn't give our names. Oh, really? The columnist must have been hard up for material. Hello, Myra. I'm saying Effie's looking for it. <laughs> well, it wasn't funny at the time. I was so embarrassed, as I told you. No, no, the salesman went to answer the phone, just left us, and we couldn't get out. Oh, don't ask me. Little door to the display window had a spring lock or something that snapped shut. No, I can't uh, find it in the paper. Mm. What page is it on? Yeah, what page is the column on, Myra? Page 10. Mm-hmm. No, no, Myra, he had wanted me to see this horrible chair, which the store is now going to give us because of our humiliation or something. Oh, yes. Here it is. Oh, you know my husband. He was going to sue the store, and the man got so worried, he hastily said they would give us this enormous chair. I don't know where I'll put it. <gasps> my goodness. Oh, just Speaking of the yeah. chair, look what just drove up. Oh, this monstrous thing, Myra. Footrest, headrest, levers to adjust it all over the place. For some backache he now claims he has had for years. And this chair is designed to give proper relaxation to the tired businessman. Did you hear yeah. what I said? <laughs> I know. Yeah, hold on, Myra. No, I'm sorry, Aunt Effie. What? what look. What just drove up? Oh, my heavens, Myra, I've got to hang up. The truck is here with the chair. All of us are proud of our hometowns, and rightly so. We'd like to offer a salute to one of our hometowns in America, Bismarck, North Dakota. Located on the east bank of the Missouri River, Bismarck is easily reached by highways, airlines, and railroads. The city is the trade and distribution center for the surrounding country, which includes an extensive spring wheat region. It is also an important agricultural supply center. Creameries and nurseries are representative of its local industries, and a great number of men are employed in the lignite coal mines of Bismarck County. According to its early history, the first white man to cover the region of Bismarck was Berendry, the French-Canadian explorer who visited the area in 1738. But perhaps the most famous of Bismarck's visitors were Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, who camped there the winter of 1804 during their exploration of the Northwest Territory. Another important phase of Bismarck's history centered around a local newspaper reporter called America's first war correspondent, a man named Mark Kellogg. Mark Kellogg was one of the 225 men killed at the Battle of the Little Bighorn, better known as Custer's Last Stand. 
Today, people who call Bismarck their hometown are justifiably proud of the part it has played in the building of America. Hello. Hello. Well, you two sound cheerful. Your chair arrived. Oh, yeah? Well, good. They did send it, huh? Oh, yes, they sent it. <laughs> oh, boy, that's wonderful. Wonderful? It looks perfectly terrible. Takes up your whole living room. Oh, come on now, Aunt Effie. Don't exaggerate. Aunt Effie is not exaggerating. It looks even worse than I thought it would. Oh. Just come on in and look at it. It took three men to even carry well, it in. Look, it's a darn expensive chair, and oh. we got it for nothing. Well, the free things are not always the best things in life. Oh. No, I should say not. Come here. Well, yeah. there it is. You can see for yourself. It takes up the whole end of the living room. Oh, golly, yeah. I didn't realize it was quite that big. It's big, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> Funny, you know, things look smaller in a store. I told them to put it in that corner. I thought we could hide it a little better over there, but the man said, oh, no, it had that plenty of room when it opens up. Yeah, well, that, that, that's true, that's true. Well, I mean, it doesn't look that bad, honey. I mean, oh. it really doesn't. And the upholstery fabric does not clash with anything that we have. Already, you know, you were worried about that? Well, it might not clash, dear, but it doesn't really go with anything either. I mean, it just looks like nothing. Well, it isn't how it looks, anyhow. Now, at least I got a really comfortable chair to relax in when I come home. <laughs> oh, have you seen how it works, Aunt Effie? No. You haven't? You haven't? Well, let me, let, let me demonstrate. <laughs> now, look, you see, all I have to do is sit down, see? Then I reach for this lever, and I pull it back, and, 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 mm. and now watch the footrest. Now, see? <laughs> See that? Yeah, I, I can raise it right up with hardly any, any effort to just where I want it to be. See, any level. Then, then I push it the other way and it... it, it no, that's not right. Wait a I minute. I think it's the other lever if you're trying to adjust the top part. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, sticks a little. Just stick. There, 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 there. See, now it, it, it lowers the back so I can just stretch out full length. <laughs> Oh, boy, I tell you, this this is really relaxing. If you want to stretch out full length, wouldn't it be better just to go on up to bed? Oh, Aunt Effie, the idea is to have a chair that gives you the same relaxation as a bed, but naturally a man likes to spend the evenings downstairs with his family, for heaven's sake, not go to bed at 7.30 at night. Oh, boy, I tell you, this is going to be wonderful for my backache. Mm. Ah, all right, now run along and get me some dinner, please, while I just lie back and enjoy the first comfortable chair that we've ever had. Oh, boy, this is wonderful. <laughs> yes, all right, Betsy, you go on to sleep, darling. Good night, dear. Well... Enjoying your chair? Oh, hi, honey. Yeah, sure am. Just lying here, looking at the lights of the city and the moon shining on the lake. <laughs> you look as though you're in a hospital bed. All right. You can make fun of it all you like. It is darn comfortable. Oh, do you want to hand me my cigarettes? Oh, yeah, sure. Where are they? On the coffee table. Oh, all right. Yeah, thank Come you. Here. Thank you, darling. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm sorry. I haven't got any matches. Well, uh, just a second. Here. Oh, boy, I tell you, this is real comfort. Why, you suddenly find our other chair so uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with this one. I can just curl up. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah, oh. What? Well, I'm sorry, darling. I haven't got any ashtray. Just as I get seated. <laughs> yeah, here you are. Oh, here look, are. see, there's a little 
tray to pull out here somewhere. The thing that comes... There, there. Put the ashtray on. <laughs> uh-huh. Isn't that nice, huh? Yes, very nice. <laughs> now, where to put the book I started last night? you mind if I read? Why would I mind if you read? Well, I don't know. I just feel as though you were in the hospital and I should be standing beside you visiting. Oh, <laughs> don't be silly. Go on, go on, read. Sure. I will, too, as a matter of fact. That is, if you'll hand me that magazine that came today. Right over there, honey. Oh. Hear you anything else while I'm up? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. no, nothing I can think of. Well, how's the patient? This is what I've been saying. All right, go ahead. Make fun of it. Make fun of it. Weather up What will probably happen is that you two will try it and like it so much that I'll never get near yeah, it again. I don't think you need to worry. No, well, I was going to read Aunt Effie, but I'll take you on for some Scrabble if you want to. Oh, yes, fine. I think the Scrabble board's right here. Yep, here it is. Oh, I'm tired tonight. Oh, oh darling, honey. Yes? Suppose you could move that lamp over a bit. I mean, oh. I, I can't see to read this way. It isn't near oh. enough. Well, I'll tell you this much. That chair may be a rest for you, but I can see that it isn't going to be any for me. <laughs> well, it doesn't reach. I'll have to go out and get an extension cord. Oh, well, uh, d- d- don't bother. No, no, no. I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. Honestly, but isn't one thing... If you knew how ridiculous that thing looks. And, Effie, this chair was not designed primarily for beauty. It was designed by a health expert who understood the needs of a tired businessman. Mm-hmm. Those levers on the side. Looks like the things they have on a dentist's chair. They adjust the chair, for heaven's sake. That, that, that's what a man with a backache needs. Mm, it's probably why you wanted the chair. For some reason, you men just love anything mechanical. Uh, Something you can push and it goes up or down. You can't wait till you have it. Oh, nonsense. Well, I when I be... think of how hard you both have worked to have your new house so lovely... And especially this living room. Then, to put this monstrosity in here, I don't even think it's very nice of you. It spoils the whole room. Why don't you at least put it in your den if it'll go through the doorway? Well, sure, I could, but then I'm not out in the living room. Mm. You'd all be out here and I'd be in there and we'd have to yell back and forth. Well, I can't see it's any worse than you sprawled out there looking up the ceiling with us sitting way over here. Uh Where are the extension cords? Oh, they're in the bottom drawer. Oh, well, just a second. I'll come out. Now, look at the nuisance. Try and even get out of the thing. Oh, there's no nuisance at all. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my heavens. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, I don't know. He just leaned forward and suddenly shot out of the the chair like a cannonball. He just sort of flew through the air and landed in that nest of end tables. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. He must have hit his head. Call the doctor. Get in the front of the phone book. Dr. Davies, Andy. Oh, honey. Uh, Honey. uh, Hi, Angel. Move over for half a minute and let me sit down. Hmm? Ah, that was a nice compliment. But I really do have only half a minute. Remember when a real nice compliment was to have someone say, Baby, I like your speed. Well, that's the way I feel about you. I like it particularly when we're out driving together. Because you know just how fast to go and still play it safe. Honey, a lot of guys who drive like 60 are doing their best not to reach that age. They don't realize that plowing into something at 60 miles an hour is like driving your car off a 10-story building. So don't be like them. I like to think that you're still taking care of yourself. I want you to keep yourself just as you are. And uh, just for me.
Oh, he'll be all right. Just a little bump on the head. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Oh, is that so? Well, I wish you had it. I don't think it's a concussion, but just to make sure, you stay in bed tomorrow. Next day, we'll take some x-rays. Well, when you're taking x-rays, Dr. Davies, I wish you'd take some of his back and see what is wrong with it. I have x-rayed his back a dozen times. There's nothing wrong with it except poor posture. Oh, did, now, look here. He I... doesn't believe me. People never do. Complain about their backaches when all that's wrong is poor posture. Well, then may I ask your opinion about this chair, Dr. Davies? It's nonsense. Hmm. Here's the chair he should sit on. What? Oh. That straight back thing? Until he learns not to put his weight on the wrong part of his spine. The trouble is he sprawls. He sits like this. Or this. Or else he slumps over like this. And he wonders why his back aches. Doctor, <laughs> I happen to be right here. Would you mind not referring to me as he? <laughs> I've told you before. Now I'm telling your wife and your aunt. <laughs> well, I must say, Doctor, I think you're right. He doesn't stand up straight. And when he sits, he does sprawl. Well, for that matter, look at the way you two are standing. Oh. oh. <laughs> stand up straight. Pull your shoulders back. Right. Pull in your stomach. That's right. And that's my prescription for tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'll get your coat. Get him to bed. Keep him quiet. Yeah. Take the x-rays. Fine, Why yeah. do doctors always say poor posture? Oh, probably because it's true. What do you suppose happened to the spring in that chair? Why, you just sailed out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? But I think I'll get rid of it before it gets rid of me. <laughs> The Couple Next Door has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.